Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes, a real-play Call of Cthulhu RPG campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian Johnson as Samantha Sam... I forget your last name. Brewster, I'm so cool! Brewster, that's right. Nice. Uh, and George Gallagher as Chuck Blaine... Oh, I actually go by Samantha Brewster now. <laughs> it's an old joke. Come on now. And Matt Zelish as Daniel Williams. Chappy. <laughs> Puppy power! <laughs> I hated Scrappy. <laughs> Scrappy was the worst. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. He was evil. Hey, he was evil. Remember that? It the first live-action one they did, he was the yep. villain. That movie was terrible. It was not terrible. It was a wow, solid yeah, C yeah. movie. Yes, it solid was. Solid C movie. Just like your education. Oh. My education was a solid C movie? No, but I didn't sleep with my professors to get that solid C movie. <laughs> and on with the mission! <laughs> on with the show! Alright, uh, so just uh, wanted to thank everybody for listening. This is uh, episode four of Chapter 1, Lights, Camera, Chaos. And now, a word from our sponsor. Have you been wrongfully or rightfully convicted of murder and currently serving time on death row? The law firm of Eric Zahn and Associates can help. Escape your prison cell and the confines of your mortal coil by sloughing your skin and squeezing through the cracks in reality before they throw the switch. Sound impossible? Here's how we do it. One of our legal representatives will contact you by means of a flute song and incessant buzzing sent upon the midnight winds. Should you agree to our terms, you'll find a straight razor hidden in a stack of breakfast pancakes the next morning. Waste no time. Do not delay. Simply slide the blade from the top of your head to your crotch, then step through the opening. Be careful. All that blood on the floor can be slippery, and we wouldn't want a slip and fall lawsuit on our hands, would we? Now, sit cross-legged on the floor, close your eyes, and begin chanting the spell you found tucked under your pillow. Ignore the ebb of life force or screams from nearby inmates. These are illusory distractions. Be strong. When you awake, you'll be with us. Free. Eventually. Still not sure? Just listen to these happy customers. I couldn't have said it better myself. Don't delay. Act now and call 1-800-555-9266. That's 1-800-555-ZAN. How about the uh, investigators uh, let us know, let the listeners know what they've been up to this last episode, one week ago? Well, a lot has happened on our end. The boss and I hired a wino, Bill, to help us track down the thin man. He thought the best spot to be would be on top of the, uh, the pub, right up on the roof. And we were sitting there all night, nothing happening. All of a sudden, we spotted something down by the river. Looked like a body floating. And all of a sudden, Bill got ripped off the roof by the thin man. 
To be fair, we don't know it was the Thin Man. It could have been a different, long, skinny arm abducting people. I'm just saying, let's not speculate. That probably wasn't a body, it was probably just a very convincing piece of driftwood. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe Sam's just seeing things. Or I'm just seeing things. And Chuck is seeing things. And Bill DeWine is seeing things. Everybody's just seeing things. Bill DeWine is not seeing much right now. So, uh, Daniel, uh, how about your character? Uh, Dan has been up to gophering and personal assisting and ass complimenting and <laughs> dating the main uh, lead in the movie. We had dinner. It was it was nice. <laughs> and then I followed him back to his trailer and watched him while he slept. Just to make sure he wasn't doing anything in the night that he shouldn't be doing. Definition of creeper. <laughs> it was strictly platonic. Lovely. Okay. Uh, and Chuck, I believe uh, you're currently passed out. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. Why is that? He didn't even get a swig from the fifth. You lightweight. Um, that is because I rolled poorly. <laughs> in, in part, that is true. But uh, was there anything that occurred? What caused it? Well, we already discussed the wino being abducted by the alleged thin man. Again, let's not speculate. Why would you have uh, reacted so violently? Oh, the murmuring. The, the utterance in my ear that was the same as the one in the hotel room with the ghost shower. He's afraid of showers. As we last left our investigators, uh, Daniel is fast asleep after having watched over Parker, the star of the movie, to no effect. And uh, Sam is now standing on top of the old goat tavern, having just seen Bill the Wino disappear over the edge, being grabbed by a long, skinny, creepy-looking hand. And Chuck hits the rooftop, passed out, cold. I rush to Chuck as quickly as I can. Smack him on the cheek, try to wake him up. Uh, why don't you give me a roll of some kind? Well, what kind of roll would that be, do you think? Mm, probably my most strengthful one. Um, <laughs> Your most strengthful. Strengthful. Uh, first aid? Mm. First aid's awesome. That's all I got, I think. Give it a whirl, buddy. I've got ride. <laughs> All right, you needed a 30, you rolled a 98. Which oh, is great, I pushed failure. him off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you made it worse! He appears to be out cold. Chuck is... He's gone into the depths of his mind, which he cannot be retrieved. At this I rush over and look over the edge where Bill the Wino was pulled. Give me a spot hidden. Spot hidden is... A five, which is very nice. You need a 70 or below. I have eagle eyes. Mm-hmm. Legalize, eagle eyes marijuana? <laughs> no, eagle eyes, Matt. We don't care about the legalization. Oh. We care about the eagleization. Eagleization, yes. Eagles we just want all eagles. <laughs> right. America. Fuck yeah. You see Bill's legs disappear around the corner of one of the other taverns. And you see your twenty-two laying in the dirt right at the base in the alleyway. Yay, you get your gun back. Uh, I'm not going down there. <laughs> <laughs> I go over and lift up Chuck's head and put it on my lap and just cradle him and hoping that he Whoa, wakes oh, up. Oh. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> penthouse. Terrified out of my mind. Why don't you roll me, and this is a, uh, uh, you can use the dice roller app from within the map there. Uh, roll me a d10, and that's how many minutes it'll take for Chuck to come to. Okay. 
So uh, about four minutes goes by, and he starts to come to. Are you okay, Chuck? So, Chuck, you you find yourself lying in the lap of Sam. It smells down here. <laughs> God! <laughs> Chuck! Like the I think the that's dirt, the thin man, perverts. the death that he brings. That's, yes, that's what I was saying. Y'all took that so far south. <laughs> south. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think she's ever done it on a rooftop. I don't know. It's not what I hear about Sam. <laughs> Chuck, are you okay? All right, Sam, what happened? Where are we? What's going on? What do you remember? Nothing. Bill's gone. It took him. <sighs> oh, shit. I think we need to get off this roof. Let's try to get back to the motel, I guess. I need to get my gun. It's at the bottom. Oh, is it worth it? I'm going to start down the ladder. Can you cover me? All right, I'm going to roll for covering. Sam, give me a stealth. All right, stealth 40, and you just failed with a 44. You climb down the ladder, and one noise. you're standing in the alleyway. You can see Chuck above you with his gun pointed down towards you. Great. <laughs> Not towards, directly at. Cap, cap, cap. No, sorry. <laughs> and uh, you, see, you see your uh, 22 lying there in the dirt, about midway between the middle of the alley and to where the corner of the where the alley opens up between the two taverns. I slowly walk out, looking over both shoulders to grab it. At the same time? Wow, that takes talent. You move towards the gun and reach down to grab it, and just as your hand is about ready to grab it, you hear a voice come out around the corner. Hey, who's out there? I grab my gun quickly. Roll for grabbing. And you see uh, the barkeep that you saw yesterday come around the corner, looking down the alleyway. Who's out there? It's me, it's Sam. You met me yesterday. Do you have a minute to talk about our Lord Jesus Christ? What the hell are you doing out there? I'm trying to figure that out myself. What's all this blood? Sir, can you get down here? I'm coming. Who's that? Who's up there? He has a baseball bat. That's my boss. He's coming down. What are you guys doing? I'm, I'm going to call the police. Good. Someone just got abducted. I think that might be the best idea. Whips out his flip phone. It's a, it's a Nokia. From 1950. Still works. It's a Star Trek communicator. (laughs) Writes the letter, hands it off to a guy on a horse. The police will be here in six to eight weeks. So uh, Chuck arrives at the bottom of the uh, staircase and uh, into the alleyway with Sam. And you can hear the barkeep speaking loudly into the telephone. Yes, uh, there's a couple strangers uh, hanging out in the alleyway. I see all this blood everywhere. Oh, in hindsight, that probably doesn't look... All that great. Well, we got to explain what we hit, what happened. They know people are disappearing in the town. We have to tell them what we were doing and and see if we can find him. See if we can find Bill. I guess so. Follow the trail while it's fresh. So you you follow the uh, trail of blood. Uh, it it goes around to the uh, front of the tavern, which is now closed. Uh, the barkeep just happened to be cleaning up, and uh, you see. Scraps of clothing sort of on the way towards a warehouse, and then it peters out, and there's no more blood. And pretty soon you hear sirens as the police arrive to the tavern. Sir, it might be best if you do all the talking. Okay, great. So the police arrive, and uh, the barkeep comes out with them and sort of pointing in your direction as you walk back towards the uh, squad car. And the policeman 
has one hand on his gun, and then he notices you, and then he moves his hand away from the gun. So is it the same guy we we met? It is. Okay. It is. Oh, it's you. Yeah. What? Uh, what's all this? What's all this blood? Well, we uh, we're still trying to figure everything out. So we were here with uh, Bill. You know Bill, unfortunately. The wino. The wino. Yep. He's the only person we know who's directly seen the guy, or the creature, or the. Where is he? Well, that's the thing. We were sitting up top there, on top of the bar, trying to keep an eye out, and he, he, he just, he was just taken. Oh God! Not another one. First the doctor yesterday, and now him. The doctor. Well, yes. You didn't hear. No. Yeah, Doctor Roberts. He's gone. What the hell? Okay, Sam's the thin man. Case closed. The thin man is jealous, so he keeps taking everyone Sam tries to sleep with. <laughs> I didn't know Bill the Wino was on that list. <laughs> they don't call you Wham Bam Thank You Sam for nothing. Sir, this is getting really serious. I know. We we are really in danger ourselves here. Maybe we should go back to the movie set and see if Daniel's fine. I don't anything. think we should travel through the desert at all right now, but let's give him a call. I have a horse with no name. Before you can uh, traipse around the... Uh Policeman essentially enlists you to, you know, do a little cursory search around the warehouse to make sure we haven't missed any clues. Um, he does call for some backup. Then he's going to need you guys to come down to the station and give some statements, unfortunately. Okay, not a problem. Why don't you each give me a spot hidden roll? First rolls of the night. All right, 45 out of Yeah, 30. baby. Nice. And, all right, you both make your spot hidden rolls. Big time. So as you're uh, wandering around the warehouse, you do find a smashed bottle of booze. The bottom has been busted out, and uh, the bottle itself is jagged. Uh, There is a bit of weird glistening fluid on the jagged edges of the bottle. What is that on the edge of the bottle there? Maybe Bill got, got a little hit on him around the thin guy. You think he got an attack in? Maybe. It could be blood. I mean, the thin man's not going to need to do that. Let's check it out. Yeah, it, You can look at it. It appears to be some weird green fluid. Sort of viscous, glistening. Almost iridescent. Is there a path nearby that, you know, sort of like a blood path if someone was hurt, leading to any direction? The, there is some, a uh, few more drops of green iridescent fluid... Uh, a couple feet away. It appears to be going a little bit away. You can see it in the darkness, just a couple of drops here and there. I think we need to follow this. We're going to die. But yeah, let's follow it. Got to die sometime. I believe that'd be a track roll. Oh, great. Oh, shit. Sam, you're able to pick up the trail. Uh, It it does uh, appear to meander through a warehouse, an empty warehouse, and then up Onto a rooftop. Another roof. That makes me nervous. Guys, can you see this? It goes up onto the roof here. Should we go up? We came this far. Let's not turn around now. Okay. Roll for climb. <laughs> you can easily easily climb. It's no problem. It's no problem. Uh, so who, who's in the lead? Um, I'll take the lead. And at this stage, it is just the two of you. Oh, man, the cops ditched us? The police officer has to stay back. He's uh, putting down markers where the uh, weird drops are. Y'all need more law enforcement in this town. He, he needs, he, he's already called for backup, but it, it'll, it'll take a little while for them to get here. So, Well, let's do it. Let's go. Chuck, you're in the lead, and you, you attain the, um, the rooftop, 
and you can easily see up here in the moonlight uh, that it, it meanders along the top of the rooftop and then leaps five, five feet over an alleyway onto another rooftop that's a slightly lower than the one you're on. If you want to continue without having to climb down, you're going to need a jump or something like that. My jump is not very good. I don't know if we want to risk jumping this, sir. I think, is there, is, can we see if there's access from here over, do you see a ladder or anything? You would have to go back. You'd have to backtrack. Okay. We can't see like where a ladder comes up onto the other rooftop? Not within this alley. You'd have to go back down the way you came and then go search for around the other side. Um, sir, I'm going to stay on this roof and keep an eye out. You want to go down and see if you can and get to the other roof? Okay. Do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. All right, so I'm down, and I'm going over towards the other building. And there is there a ladder? You do see one on the uh, east side. All right, I'm heading up. You attain the top, and you can see there is uh, more of the droplets. And it looks like it goes over towards another building that's connected and then uh, disappears into an open uh, skylight. Can I see a way to get to the other roof without going down? Yeah, it's a connected building, so you can easily okay. just walk it. All right, Sam, come on over here. What do you see? Where things are going to get ugly. Okay, I'm coming over. All right, what, what, let's see what weapon do I got. What weapons do you got, Sam? How close is that building to where the officer was making the markers around the green uh, stuff? You're, you're easily two or three buildings away at this point. Okay. All right. I've got my twenty two on me, loaded and ready to go. Yeah, get it ready. Things could get ugly. Yeah, probably. All right. So you up here with me? Yeah, I uh, I go to the next building, climb up, and, and meet up with, with the boss. All right. I do not have a flashlight, do you? I don't have a flashlight, no. But there's enough moonlight and streetlight, I believe, that we can see fairly decently on top of the roofs, but... No, it's going in. That's when things are going to get Yeah, ugly. we're going to be in trouble. Can we see if we can borrow the cop's flashlight? Sam, go run over there and see if you can steal it. Well, don't steal it. See if you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to run to the officer real quick. I'm going to backtrack and let him know what we're doing. Okay, he hands it to and, you. Thank you. Um, can you, is if you're able to, once you your other officers arrive, can you try opening the front door of this building? We're going to try going in through the skylight. Maybe we can meet in the middle. You bet. He's going to run back to his squad car and uh, give them instructions to meet at that building. Great. All right. I'm going back up. Okay. I meet back up with the boss. All right. All right. Let's shine the light in the in through the skylight. Uh, you can see it's a uh, warehouse below, and there are a bunch of skids and boxes. Uh, just below, you can see a, a couple of the green dots below on the boxes. It's not very much of a drop. Nowhere else? Uh, nope. Appears to have gone straight through the skylight. What are we going to do? This is probably 70% suicide here if we go in. We know whoever or whatever it is is in this building. And we know that it's someone that can be damaged, hurt. So we just go in guns a-blazing? We could wait for the police officers to come in down at the bottom, down on the street level once they get here, which shouldn't be long Did now. Did you see any other exit? Any windows or open doors or anything that we could lose them in? I didn't see any other windows or anything. We got the front door. The building's connected to the other, so there's no that they've got a common wall. Unless there's something on the inside that we can't see, where they can go from building to building. I think we have it trapped. All right, so let's sit. We'll let's hang out right at the edge of the roof there, so we can see the skylight and see the front door, and we'll wait for mm -hmm. the cops. Okay. 
As uh, you do see a, a couple squad cars pull around, and you see the other policeman who uh, was arrived on the scene start, you know, pulling his car up rather. And as the other squad cars pull up, you can see their headlights are coming through into the building below, evidently through an open door. So the front door's already open. Appears that way, and it's actually a bay door. It's sort of like oh. a sliding barn door. Kind right, of right. Well, let's keep following the green dot trail yep let's go in we're going in so i'm gonna jump through the skylight as he shines the light for me to see you land on the boxes and sam the first thing you notice is a wave of decayed earth waft over you sam for the sanctity of our own sanity let's just focus on the blood trail and don't look around too much okay get in here i need you in here with me i'm with you do you have do we see any more of the Blood. Yes, you do. You see it uh, a, a few drops. There are actually a lot less of it now, and it uh, it leads out the door. All right, let's keep following him. Okay. We we wave the police over with us. Yeah, on the way out, let's let the cops know that there's more than likely a decayed body in that room. Why don't you give me another track roll? Oh, I didn't. Oh. Nice, George. Okay, you both easily succeed. So you step outside, uh, have a few words with the um, police. And you go no more than 10 feet, and you see that the green dots have stopped. A few feet after that, you see there are tire tracks. What the hell? Tire tracks. Oh, shit. I know who it is. It's the police officer. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's about, it's about uh, pretty close to like 1.32 o'clock in the morning at this point. I think we need to, uh, if we can, sleep, get this night under our belt, and we need to get back to the uh, the movie set and check with Daniel. Well, first, you, you must go to the police station. Yeah, we'll do the report first, yeah. So the police uh, basically take your statement down at the station, and right around 3.30 is when they let you out. Uh, they totally believe you. Obviously, they're perplexed as what the heck is happening, and but this is maybe the most information and clues that they've seen so far. So that's a little heartening to them. And they, they quickly realize, or at least the, uh, uh, the, the main uh, cop there, who was named, I can't, oh, Rob Harper. Rob Harper uh, uh, recognizes the fact that you'd probably be a better asset um, out, out there still investigating than uh, if you were locked up or, or being held for more questioning. So he lets you go at about 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I think we need to get some sleep. Why don't each of you give me a con roll? All right. You both are very exhausted and fall asleep immediately. So, the dawn arrives. Daniel, back to you, my friend. I'm going to hop up and go see if I can't figure out what David is doing, because he still seems a little suspicious. Before you can do that, when you awaken, the first thing you see is the stack of books next to your bedside. I need to stop sleep stacking. And this time, another title catches your eye, and it's called Indian Legends of Your Belinda. I'm going to grab that book once again. Is there? I'm going to skim the, uh, the blurb on the back. Well, rather than that, is there a role that might be appropriate here? I, mean, I don't know if library use because it's not. I'm not technically in a library. I don't think there's like a, there's a read 
You know what? I really like the library use. Oh, All right, you need a 20 and you got 50, so that is a failure. Basically, it's a book about just crazy urban legends, Indian stuff, like... You know, back in the gold mine period, the Indians would bury their dead uh, willy-nilly, and and essentially uh, the gold miners would come and build uh, towns upon them, and the spirits would visit the people in their dreams, something along those lines. You, you're having a real rough time even deciphering. I'm going to hold on to that book until I may be able to find someone else in our group who's a little better at... Uh at analyzing things than I am. Okay, great. And then we are going to go look for Mr. I'm the star. I'm going to park myself at like halfway between his trailer and the rest of the set so it doesn't look like I'm staring at him from outside of his trailer. Okay. Right. And then I'm going to make myself look busy until he comes out. Great. Why don't you give me a stealth then? Oh, boy. <laughs> you, know, you know, statistically, if I fail enough, one of these has to work eventually. <laughs> Uh, it's not. not true. It's not that one. <laughs> you need a 20, a 28. You, you're sort of just hanging out, and then uh, right around 6.05, a uh, gopher comes rushing up to David Parker's trailer and timidly knocks at the door. A couple minutes goes by, and the, the gopher looks very fretful. He's like kind of looking over and checking his watch, and... Knocks again, and the door swings open, almost hitting the guy in the face. David Parker's staying there, just blurry-eyed and deep circles under his eyes. And he immediately looks at you. And then he looks back at the gopher. What? Uh, sir, you, 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 you have to be on set. I know. And he slams the door shut. Rude much? Interesting. Considering, as far as I know, he got a good night's sleep, why would he still be all cranky and whatnot? Indeed. I'm going to keep a, keep keeping an eye on him. So, after about five glorious minutes, David Parker strolls out, doesn't cast a glance your way, and heads straight to wardrobe. Considering the nice dinner we had last night, I at least expected a hello. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess I'm heading off to wardrobe. I'm going to continue to attempt to be sneaky and not. So we're just going to, again, stick close to David, but not too close. With the intent of... Trying to trying to figure out what's wrong with him. Is it th- I know something is wrong with him at this point. I just I watched him go into his trailer and go to sleep, and as far as I know, he was out for the night. So it strikes me as odd that he wakes up in the morning and he's... You know, dark bags and circles, and he's really upset. And I think I want to kind of keep pushing on that and see if I can't figure out what's up with him. Back to Sam and Chuck. What the fuck, Chuck? <laughs> we still following the blood trail. Oh, no, we, we got to tire tracks. Yep. And then we went to bed. No, so we're, we're waking sleeping. Up now? And then you went to sleepy sleep. Right. We're waking up. I'm waking up. Let's go and see if we the tire tracks are still there. I'm assuming they're going to be degraded go revisit that site yeah okay you arrive at the site um there is a police tape all over the place and the tire tracks well why don't you give me a spot hidden roll or a track roll whichever one's better for you uh spot Spot hidden is a fail yes sam you you see a little bit of the tire track after the evening dew is settled all right let's attempt to track yeah what direction is it heading sam can tell uh it is headed back towards the uh, highway and once we get to the highway we're gonna lose him because there's not gonna be tire tracks on the highway 
Okay, well, let's think of it this way. The highway is either heading towards the city or away from the city. It wouldn't make sense for him to go to the highway to come back to the city. So assuming he's going away, so what's in that direction? Is it the set? So it's headed towards the highway, which you can go north or south. Right. And the movie set is... Uh, okay, so the uh, movie set is actually south. Do we have any reason to think that he's going south? I don't think so. I, but the, what else is out here? Well, we have the sheer fact that he that this similar things potentially have been happening. Right. It happened. Debatable. But so it seems like a reasonable assessment that we should get in contact with someone at the set and see if all is well. That's a good idea. So let's make that let's get to a call. Yeah, phone and make Plus that, that call. guy needs his car back. We've had it for two days. <laughs> We've had it for like a week. <laughs> so we should bring him his car back. Okay. Let's you know just what? go to the set. Why don't we, we just don't go why don't we just yeah. go to the movie set? We need to yep, check in with Daniel go. anyway. It's uh it's pretty quick to get back to the set. I think it's said about it's about thirty to forty five minutes outside of town. And uh, you guys pull up and you see uh, poor Daniel come out of the uh, wardrobe building looking dejected and uh, annoyed slightly. I think our main star is bipolar. Why do you say that? This morning and yesterday morning, he was really tired. When I saw him, he was really tired and upset and cranky. But yesterday, he, in the middle of the day when we were shooting, hops into his Jeep and just kind of floors it off into God knows where, comes back later and is all howdy-doody happy, everything is fine. How long has he gone? A couple hours, maybe. I mean, we had stopped shooting to wait for him to come back. Because Sam, yesterday, during the day, the doctor disappeared. I think it was after dinner, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. So it was it was right before I saw him. You saw him? You haven't, like, watched David's place overnight, right? You can't verify that he stayed there through the night? I, I staked out his trailer for a couple hours last night, and I heard snoring. A couple hours? So. What time would you say you stopped staking it out? Somewhere a little after midnight. And our stuff went down at, what, 2 to 3 a.m.? Uh, right around there, 1 o'clock. You, you woke up and he was back here? I'm assuming you woke up at 6 or 7? Yeah, and he was uh, back in his trailer. Wasn't happy to be woken up by one of our gophers. Nearly hit the guy in the face when he slammed his door open. Did he have any injuries? Uh, not that I could see, no. What, did, what, did, what does he drive? Uh, he drives an old Jeep. Oh, shit, Sam, we should have taken a picture of the tire tracks. I have a camera. Wouldn't have been able to get it developed, though. That's true. I've been talking to uh, Bill over the past couple days about his book, and according to what I found out, it says that it's it's based on, on a real-life account, and from what I've been able to dig up, apparently Green Grove was an actual town uh, back in the day. It was a, a boom town gold miners and whatnot and the local urban legend has it that they just so happened to uh to build their town on top of an indian burial ground and that the the uh, the spirits of the indians came up one night and dragged everyone down into the earth everyone in the town disappeared all at once and that was that not to mention someone keeps stacking books beside my uh my table at night what do we know about david parker's past we know he's a B-list actor who's never been in a major role and who happened to be around. Let's go talk to Bill about this. Before we do that, um, I'm going to take out this point. I take out the uh, the Legends book. This showed up beside my table this morning, and I don't know if someone's trying to tell me something or whatnot, but I couldn't get anything out of it. Maybe one of you might want to take a look at it and 
see if anything kind of stands out to you. All right, so Chuck, you can give me a um, either spot hidden or library use. But library use is great, so <laughs> you that, that's a very good success. Uh, so Chuck, the first thing you notice is the book uh, belongs to the Yorba Linda Library. Uh, there is a, a card right in the front. That's a pretty big miss there, Dan. He can only read the back of books. <laughs> Chuck, from just a uh, quick flip through, you can tell that this, this basically, there's a couple pages that are earmarked that appear to be well-read, and it's essentially uh, a section of the book which discusses a monster that came from the earth, quotation marks, and was driven back from whence it came with magic and gold. And supposedly, it was sealed beneath the earth with the use of golden wards. And also, according to the book, the Indian name translates roughly into English as the thin one or the skinny one. What the hell? So maybe someone is trying to tell us something. I wonder if we can find out who checked the book out. Does the the library card have a date on it? Was it stamped of of the date it was checked out? It does have a date on it, and the date was about mm, three weeks ago. Oh, great. Now we're going to have to pay late fees on it. (laughs) So that's one option we have. I can't believe this stuff has been happening at both ends. Books stacked by your bed? Daniel, why don't you give me a a wisdom check? Is that a thing still? Uh, I don't think so is it intelligence there's intelligence and intelligence yeah intelligence or education what which is higher for you uh education is higher go ahead and roll that don't blow it you did blow it so (sighs) you're you're pretty sure that someone has been sneaking in and stacking books by your bedside perhaps giving you clues do you have any idea who would have done this and how you can sleep so heavily while they're stacking books next to your face (laughs) (laughs) Man, I spent years in the army in the middle of a war That's zone. True. If there's one thing That's I can true. do, it's sleep around noise. It's stack books. Oh. I'm in the army, not the book stacking corps, damn it. He was the army librarian. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think we should do? I think we should definitely follow up the library lead. I think that might be a a good option for us. It's not going to take everybody. Why don't you and Daniel run into town for the library? I'm going to talk to Bill about Dave. Keep your eye on him. There's something about him that's... Not quite right. Can we take a car instead of run? No, I prefer you to run. You're putting on a few pounds. <laughs> Sexist pig. We know if we can either catch a cab or if that guy's willing to, to let us borrow his car again. Or <laughs> We just brought it back. Can we have it again? <laughs> he, he's he's like, uh, I mean, no, but I'm, I'm happy to give you a lift if you want. I have to run into town because you guys bastards have kept my car. Okay, yeah, that would be great. We're so sorry. Thanks a lot, man. We'll pay the four cents for gas. <laughs> All right, Sam and Daniel head towards town with uh, Tony. All right, I'm going to go find Bill. Bill is actually having a spot of lunch uh, and reading over a script in his trailer. He's happy to see you again. Oh, Chuck, Chuck, how's it going? Bill, I need to know everything you know about David Parker. Hmm, Okay, well, come on in. Uh, Drink? No, thank you. All right. Well, you don't mind if I have one, do you? Nope. All right, he pours himself a little, just a little spot of scotch. Swirls it around with an ice cube and... So what do you want to know about that asshole? Everything you know about before he showed up here. What do you know about his history? I don't know much about his history. I know that uh, he's been in a couple B-movies. They haven't done very well. Um, He signed on here, you know, as a secondary part. But then when uh, our main guy left, 
John Stand, we, you know, basically, he uh, he got the job. Uh, he, he had the capabilities, we thought. You know, I think, uh, and there's been a little bit of rumor going around the, uh, the set, too, that uh, he might have had a little something to do with uh, pulling through the funding. Huh. I don't know. All I know is the money came, and uh, if it came with him attached, then so be it. What what kind of you got you guys got to collect some sort of documentation for when you hire him on as an employee, birth certificate, social security, something. No, not really. I mean, he's he's been around town. I mean, he's under contract back at the studios in Hollywood. We just he's a gun for hire. We don't really care about the rest of it. Well, do the studios have any contracts or anything with him? I'm sure they do. You'd have to go through the studio, his studio, his agent. Should report you to the IRS. Some shady there. <laughs> it's 1951, bastard. Yeah, <laughs> the IRS was around in 1950. Yeah, no, they weren't, guys. George. They were created in 1952. Everyone knows this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, guys. New plan. We go back in time to invent the IRS. <laughs> Next week. Let me, do, let me just go over picks. Time Machines R Us and pick us up. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that was not helpful. Well, if there's nothing else, Chuck. Or up, Chuck. Bill, I think for the safety of your people, we need access to a car. Anything. A motorcycle, anything. But it's got to be something we can have consistently. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not going anywhere, so feel free to use my car anytime you like. All right, thanks. Here's the keys. Chink! What's your what's the sk- filming schedule today? Uh, we're pretty wall to wall. I think we're going to be uh, uh, going until at least eleven. All right, I'll be around. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, see you at dinner. All right. Chuck is very blunt. It's like pulling teeth. Same old Chuck. <laughs> okay, uh, what would you like to do while uh, these guys continue to head uh, into town? You have a little bit of time to kill. I want to verify that Dave is on set and busy. First of all, I want you to give me a uh, spot hidden. You need a 45 or below. You got a 60, so that's a failure. Um, so you do have uh, a lot of problems tracking him down. Uh, one gopher says he's in wardrobe. You go over to wardrobe. They say, no, he's not due there for another hour. You check the mess hall. He's not there. He's not in his trailer. His Jeep is sitting right there, so it's not like he's. So he might be out walking somewhere. Oh, tr- I want to take a look time. at that Jeep. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and give me a, a spot hidden. Okay, that's 72 out of 45, so that's another failure. So his Jeep's locked up. Uh, you can look inside, and it, it looks like just a normal Jeep. All right, well, the thing, the next action I want to take depends on me finding Dave. So I guess I would just keep searching for him. All right, let's cut back to uh, uh, Daniel and Sam. Uh, you guys are dropped off in town at the library. Tony says... Uh, Pick you up in an hour? Sounds good. Thank you very much for the ride. No problem. Do you notice I sound like every other character? I wasn't going to mention it. What? Characters? What's the guy talking about? Peels away. So we got 60 minutes. I'm morally safer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring this book in and see what the librarian can tell us. Okay. You walk in. Uh, It's actually a pretty nice looking library for the uh, size of town it is. And there's a, uh, a sort of spinstery-looking uh, lady behind the desk, and she kind of looks at you warily as you come in. Librarians are dangerous. Be careful. She can hear you. <laughs> She's right there. <laughs> you ass. The summer reading program. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, we had a couple questions about this book. Oh, really? Is there a role that you would like to... 
Why do these people keep talking about rolling things? Uh, would it be jump or intimidate? <laughs> <laughs> it's jump. Yes. Uh, I'm going to charm her. She is a librarian. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, I went for it. Oh. And you succeeded quite well. Another date in my future. <laughs> right. So so the uh, spinstery looking lady, she has a, a tight gray bun, but she looks like she's maybe mm, late 30s, right around there, maybe on the cusp of 40. Uh, she does have the little uh, spinstery glasses and the chain around the neck and the whole thing and a sort of severe uh, shirt. Uh, and, and as you approach and ask your question, uh, her, her suspicious eyes kind of soften slightly. You notice that her nameplate uh, says uh, Katie Moore. Yes, may I help you? Um, yeah, we just had a couple questions about this book, and I put the book on the counter. Well, certainly you've come to the right place, young lady. Are you able to tell me who checked this book out? Of the of this Ooh, library, we're not supposed to give that information out. It's uh, it's extremely important, and it involves the missing people. And you are? Well, this is my boss. He can explain why we're here. Oh no, he's not with us. Shit, sorry. Well, we're working with the police oh, to yes, try to yes. to try to track down these oh my yes, people that are this. disappearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only clue that we have found so far is this book. That's odd. What what about this book is a clue? <laughs> It show it showed up on the movie set. Oh, that is strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything else you can tell me about it? Who checked it out? Anything? I like I said, we're not supposed to give that out. Under these circumstances, would it be would you be able to do that at this time? I guess I'm failing to see your logic. Seduce her. But I, I would really like to help you. I would really like to help you. Have you ever been to an Italian restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of red, <laughs> bottle of white. Do you like breadsticks? I can get you unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks for just nine. Because I can get a double-ended breadstick. Oh, may, may I see the book? Yeah, yes, here, here, please. And she reaches out to take it. She brushes your fingertips and takes the book, looks through it, looks up at you. As I said, this is overdue, and uh, so I'm gonna have to take it back. But please tell me more about this. Do you have some theories? Um, actually, I don't have any theories. That's why we were hoping you could help. Well, you seem like a very smart young lady. Thank you. So how long have you been a librarian here? Well, I've been here for the last decade. Can you believe it? Ten years? Yes. Yes, that's what a decade means, young lady. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, you know, I I enjoy long walks along the riverbank. And I really like a good book. Actually, can you hold on real quick one second? Hey, Daniel, can you... Can, <laughs> can you can you check around the library real quick and just see if there's anything that uh, catches your eye? Oh yeah, uh, I love reading. You know, boy, boy, so you go reading, uh, lady. So I go. Sorry, I sorry for that interruption. Oh, that's no problem. Tell tell your tell your friend to uh, take all the time he needs to browse. Great, I'm gonna at this point head off and see if there's anything that pertains to like anything similar to that book or anything that could potentially help us with what we're looking for in the stacks amazing why don't you give me a spot hidden the way my luck has been going it's great you failed <laughs> yep those are books he just lots he put the blindfold on books. and went for a walk <laughs> this one's blue this one's red this one's green so, so what is it you do for a living i'm actually an investigator a private oh investigator i know yeah, it's not as exciting as you think. It sounds pretty exciting from where I'm sitting. 
well, maybe we should uh, get a cup of coffee or something, and I could tell you all about it. I would love that. Should we go now? Are you able to leave the library at this time? Absolutely. She puts out a hot lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) And she grabs her satchel and says, the coffee shop's just up the way. All right, let's go. All right, bye, Daniel. Bye. Bye. So Dan- Daniel continu- continues his uh, searches through the, the uh, his unfruitful searches through the library. Do I notice that they left? Like, did I see her go out with the librarian? Oh, absolutely. Sam uh, is darn near arm in arm with the uh, with Kate Moore. Can I sneak Katie behind Moore. the counter and see if I can't dig anything out on my own while they're gone? Absolutely, you can't because <laughs> you rolled so shitty. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> I see books. <laughs> That's pretty, that's pretty. I think we have we've established Daniel. <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, you and uh, Katie uh, enter the diner, slip into a booth, and uh, order a couple cups of coffee. She puts her satchel down and she says, uh, "So, so tell me more about you, the types of investigations that you do. What are you working on right now?" Well, like I said, we're trying to figure out where the people are going that are disappearing in the town and on the movie set, actually. Oh yes, the Thin mm-hmm. Jack. Very strange, isn't it? Thin Jack. That's what I've heard. That's what people are calling him. It's in all the newspapers. All of them? There's only one. Where have That's you all been? <laughs> well, actually, word, word has gotten out. Other other newspapers are sending reporters now, too. So, are you okay? Are you scared? I'm fine. Living in the town? No, with all this I'm happening? Not. Trust me, I'm, I'm uh, very far from worried. Really? Why do you say that? I'll tell you a little secret, young lady. Okay. I like secrets. My great, 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 great <laughs> grandmother mm-hmm. was an investigator, just like you. <laughs> and actually, it wasn't great. It was just a great grandmother. There, we, it's out in the open now. Great grandmother. <laughs> she happened to have a book. What was it about? It seems that back in 1867, something happened. To the town of Green Grove. Maybe you've heard about it? Yeah. All of the people disappeared. And they say it was the Indian spirits rising from the ground to drag the townspeople down into the earth. I've heard that too. It's bullshit. If you'll pardon my French. I love what, I love it that you're Frank. I thought she was Katie. Frank's my middle name. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. <laughs> you shit on everything. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, Sam, my grandmother knew better, and I know better, because she found the book, and she reaches into her satchel, and she drags out a large tome, leather-bound with brass fittings, and slaps it on the table, and pushes it toward you. And that's where we're going to end it. Oh, you motherfucker. Maybe I'll roll better next week. Probably not. I doubt it. Probably not. Meanwhile, Dan is back at the library reading children's books. (laughs) What did you put all your points into? (laughs) Accounting? (laughs) 140 in accounting. (laughs) Everything's in swimming. Every single point he has is in swimming. <laughs> He's the greatest swimmer no, to ever All my live. points are in computer games. Oh, wait. <laughs>
So that's going to be it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Feel free to reach out from Beyond the Veil with any comments or reviews. You can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com. Easy for you to say. And on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. You can find me on Twitter at Boomstick Brew. And if anyone wants to follow Daniel's continuing adventures in the children's section of the library, look me up on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. I have to replace my can on a string, so I'll be off the grid for about a week. <laughs> I stole his previous can on the string. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's it for this time, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2016. For more information and advertising opportunities, please send an email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.